Hey, Patriots. I hope you guys are having a great day. We're going to have fun today uh, telling you guys about some of the greatest things that are going on. I think I'm maybe do a couple of videos today. So let's uh, get ready for a, a great weekend. Today is a, is a, is Purim. Uh, and I know a lot of people are talking about it. And I wanted to just throw in my uh, two cents on that. So I just wanted you to see also that our president will be speaking at CPAC on Sunday. And it kind of coincides with the forum. So I'll talk about that in just a second. But I am, if you're new, I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. Um, I, uh, my job here is to see, to show everyone how this is biblical. We've been told on the boards many times that this is biblical. And that's my role in this is to help everyone see the connections. A lot of times that uh, maybe they don't know the, this, the word of God well enough to be able to say, oh, you know, this or that. So that's what I do. And of course, looking at the current events and we always used to say Trump tweets, but also just whatever communication we get from him. Uh, and sometimes it's pretty cool stuff that we get that we can piece together. So it's, it's uh, really neat. Look at this. Here's one right here. Uh, new site coming, new site coming soon. Hmm. See me this weekend live at CPAC on Sunday. So what does he mean? New site. <laughs> we we're thinking it means we want, we want a, um, we want a better freedom platform, right? And maybe and I'm guessing he's talking about that, but we also think he's talking about, we need a new a new capital. This capital has been clearly overrun. It is clearly uh, has been taken over by a hostile force and it is, it, it's occupied right now. <laughs> clearly. We're going to talk about that probably on the next video, but we are going to have to have a new site and this thing is going to have, it's, it can't be fixed. It can't be fixed. It's going to have to be switched out because it was never supposed to be in Washington, D.C. to begin with under the original constitution. And the enemy has taken it over and we're going to get our country back. There you go. New site coming soon. <laughs> Interesting. I, I just wonder, you know, how all of this is going to roll out and when. Oh, all right. So today is the full moon. This is Purim. And so it is for the second month in a row, it is in Leo. And as I was saying, great goodness gracious, but great ball of fire. The full moon for the past few months has been in Leo, the king constellation, the king of the jungle is going to destroy our enemies and remove them. So they won't be our <laughs> uh, tyrants over us. And FYI, the full moon is today on the festival of Purim. So it happened uh, January. We had the, the full moon in Leo and now this also, this is the king constellation. And you might think, oh, well, I'm, I don't do that. That's how, you know, we, we, this is horoscopes. No, it's not about horoscope. It's about that the Lord put the sun, moon, and stars in the heavens for signs, seasons, days, and years. I talk about that on my website, freedomforce.live. And I go into what all the biblical meanings are for each of the constellations. The wise men knew about this, and that's how they knew about the Bethlehem star. And that's how they knew how to find Christ when he was born. I'm not going to go into that, but I've got videos on that here. If you go here and you look up videos, playlists, just type in anything you want to type in Enoch, uh, Jasher, um, whatever, whatever keyword, gold, whatever keyword. And you can find, I have 500 videos. I've been doing research on all of this for such a long time and posting videos on it. 
So um, uh, this is a sign of their demise. It really is. This is a really big, big uh, events that we have seen time and time again to the point where it's, it's not a coincidence. All right, so um, today is Purim. So I want to play this very short video for you. I posted it, but I'll make sure that you guys have seen it because just to, just so you'll understand the history of this um, uh, this event. In Persia, a long, long time ago, lived Mordechai and his cousin Esther. Hello, my name is Esther. And I am Jewish. I live in Persia. And I am fierce. Go Esther! Go Esther! Go Esther! Hey guys, have you heard? Queen Vashti was banished for disobeying the king. And now there's a countrywide audition to be the king's new queen. I'm so nervous. They don't know I'm Jewish. And I'm not going to bring it up. Go Esther! Go Esther! Go Esther! Morty was right. I totally won. It's cool being queen. I have beautiful things. But I'm lonely being cut off from all my real friends. Mordecai is coming to visit me today. I want to run and greet him. But that Haman dude, the prime minister, is downstairs. Whenever you hear the word Haman, think hateful Haman, and you're supposed to go, ah. So he's basically the, the same ones that we're fighting. There's something not quite right about that guy. Can't put my finger on it. Finally, Morty arrives. Are you okay? And Morty tells me the most horrible words my ears have ever heard. Everyone was ordered to bow down to Haman, and everyone did except him, and Haman flipped out. Now Haman has convinced the king to declare that on the 13th of the month, the Jews will all be killed. I knew there were- That's today something about that, Haman. I need to start trusting my instincts. Mordecai, these are our people, our family, our future. And Morty tells me, it's no mistake that I was named queen. I must convince the king to stop this slaughter. But Morty, anyone who steps to the king without being summoned faces death. Um, look what happened to Queen Vashti. That night I lay restless. I look out the window and I remember. Hello, my name is Esther and I am Jewish. I am so fierce and I'm the queen. The next day I approach the king. I need to talk to you. I'm throwing a banquet tomorrow and I want you and Haman to come. He agrees. Go Esther. Go, Esther. Go, Esther. The banquet is awesome. Haman and the king are in the front row, and I stand in front of all the Persian guests. My dear king, it has been ordered that all the Jews are to be killed. That means that I am going to die too, for I am Jewish. I am standing up for what I believe in, if you believe that I shouldn't die, and that my people shouldn't die, then you must stop this evil plan. The room went silent. Who would ever think of such a thing, the king cried. Him, I pointed, Haman. The king was furious. 
he stood up and bellowed, Let it be ordered across the land that no Jews are to be killed. Go, Esther! Go, Esther! Go, Esther! And wouldn't you know, my king flipped the script. Haman was hanged, and the Jews were saved. Always have the courage to stand up for what you believe in. In that cute video? It's not exactly, exactly right. It, there's some things to, that I want to kind of talk to you about it and straighten out. Um, but one of the things that it dawned on me that when we have Ash Wednesday, it is basically at the same timing as Esther. And but they didn't go in that in the story. Let me just show you what happened. What really happened. Let me back up to see right here. Okay, so she is she's the queen she's up in this you know ivory tower she doesn't even realize what's going on with the little people out here who are they are, have a plot to destroy the, the regular people she didn't even realize it and so he was able to get a message to her and so she realized you know she had to do something because she's gonna she's gonna end up dying too if you know when when they kill all the jews this is a just like we are experiencing right now you guys that they have a plot against us <laughs> If you don't realize that, did you know they just about tried to kill all of us in Texas with, you know, with the, a terrible freeze and turn off our, our, our power. Okay. So we know that we know that from agenda 21, we know that from what they've done to our health. We know that from what, what we've, we've if America falls in its curtains for all of humanity, everyone's enslaved, not going to happen, but that's their plan. Okay. Evil plan. So she says in Esther 4, after he tells her that about this evil plot that they have going on, Esther 4, 15, 16, whatever, go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will do the same. And then though it is against the law, I will go in and see the king. Now she, you know, this was a big, big deal. You just don't go walking up to the king and, and it could have been easily off with her head, but he, he put out the scepter and, and she was, she was saved. But this was because, because they kind of made light of it in the thing, didn't make that, that big of a deal, but it was, it was a huge deal. And it was because the people prayed that because the people fasted and prayed and, you know, you know, praying is, is terrific. When we fast and pray, the Lord takes notice. He says, these people are serious. And whenever your, your tummy goes roar, then that's your reminder to go, Lord, I'm denying myself. I'm going to get to that verse here in a minute, but I'm denying myself. I want your, this answer to this prayer. I've got to have this answer. And I, I, it's not important that I eat. It's not important that I do anything else except to ask you for this answer and to see your, you answered this prayer. Okay. So it's, uh, it's taken like prayers up <laughs> a notch or several notches. Okay. Now. Um, and then though it's against the law, I will go see the King. If I must die, I must die. And that guess we feel the same way. We're like, I'm going to share this on social media. I'm going to do whatever I can to expose this, this terrible crime that's against humanity that's been going on. And if they kill us, they kill us. You know? <laughs> This is the kind of the way we've all felt that we have no option because we're going to die anyway. Okay. So it's kind of, it's very, very similar to what 
what's going on right now. So um, Mordecai went and they did everything. Now she put on burlap. That's, you know, in dust and ashes, it's the kind of thing that they put the, the, the ashes on the forehead. It's a symbol of that we are fasting and praying for uh, what we what we need. And we are in de- a desperate plight and that we are mourning over uh, the evil that is going on. OK. All right. So I want you to see that. Um, so that's that's a big that's a big part that they didn't really go into. The other thing that they didn't go into because it's a little cartoon was that what happened on that that day. Okay, so they had just um, uh, they just rolled the dice and and cast lots and they had had picked this day. Okay, out of out of a you know just just from rolling dice, but it turned out that. It, it, the, the king didn't really make it clear. He said that they would they wouldn't be able to kill them. Well, the reality is he could not go back on his executive order. He couldn't reverse it. So, but what he could do is he could give them the ability to defend themselves and to and to to defeat those who were trying to kill them. Okay, so it's a as we've talked about. We know we're in a a death grip right here, and so he gave them the ability to get weapons and to get whatever they needed. They had several months to get it together and to be ready to fight this battle and to just to take it to the enemy. And that's what we are. That's where we are in this, in this movie. This is actually being played out before our eyes right now. And that's why so many people keep bringing up Purim, but I don't know. I don't know if others are talking about that. This is the day when they would kill them. So um, yeah. This is I've seen videos where they talk about all the whole story, but they leave out the day of victory. And I want to make sure that, but y'all know what happened on that day. So I'm not really telling the whole story. It's a, it's an amazing story. There's a lot of videos that are, I don't like, but there are some that I do like, I'll put the ones that I do like on the, um, uh, freedomforce.live slash Purim. Okay. So that you can see, because some of the ones that are out there like, no, anyway, so we, in uh, Esther chapter 8, verse 11, the king's decree gave the Jews in every city authority to unite to defend their lives. They were allowed to kill, slaughter, and annihilate anyone of any nationality or province who might attack them or their children and wives and to take the property of their enemies. The, the day chosen for this event throughout all the provinces of King Xerxes was March 7th. Now, it says March 7th. But let me just show you in King in uh, the King James, it's actually the 13th day of the month of Adar. Well, what is that? On this particular year, it was March 7th, but that's not what it is this year, okay? On this year, I'll show you the calendar. Here is where it goes from Shavat, and then it turns into Adar, um, you know, whatever on this day. The, the, the first of Adar was actually the 13th of February, okay, right at you know, basically uh, Valentine's Day because they start their day in the evening, right? We start, It's a, technically it's us. Anyway, so then the 14th of Adar started last night at midnight when you saw the great balls of fire, uh, you know, the, the, the lion, okay? The, so here we are on this day, the 14th of Adar. All right, so which is the 26th this year, it's the 26th of February. Okay, so here we are. Um, Let's see. Yeah, because it says the 7th of March, but that's not you know, technically you have to go. This is the NLT, which is great many times, but the 
King James does thankfully put in the the true date on the the Hebrew calendar. All right. So he said that they could do that on this day. A copy of this decree was to be issued as law to every province and proclaimed to all peoples so that the Jews would be ready to take revenge on their enemies. Now, when you think Jews, think of the people of Judah. They were moved over to, um, uh, uh, they were hauled off into Babylon from Judah. Okay. Now, but I think that this was actually throughout the entire, as it says, throughout the all the provinces. So this of King Xerxes, and he was the king of the all the known world. So this is, this would have been eradicating every one of God's people. Okay, this wasn't just something that was happening in a local area. This is all the provinces, and he was the king of the world. Okay, King Xerxes was. Now, um, verse 13, it says, um, this, so they had to send this edict out. They didn't have TV. They didn't have you know, internet. So they had to send this out to all the people so that they'd be ready. They could get ready to take your, your revenge on their enemies on the appointed day. So urged on by the king's command, the messengers rode out swiftly. I just thought that was really cool, especially with what we know is going on. There's something going on with the swift banking system and, and, President Trump made some big changes a couple of years ago that I've talked about in another video that gave us back power over our over the SWIFT banking system because they have been running it and they've been doing it for their own gain and where they would siphon off money from us and and do these these uh, exchange funny exchange rates and all of that and so. I find it funny that they're using the word swift here because that's another clue that this is this is a this is not just about arresting people. This is about or you know having them destroyed. It's about getting our currency, our money, where it, we have control over our lives, where they can't enslave us. Okay, which they clearly done to these people back in the day. So the messengers rode out swiftly on fast horses bred for the king's service. The same decree also was proclaimed in the fortress of Susa. All right. So then later, a little bit farther down. Okay, maybe it's over here. Okay. So now they've sent out this edict. They said everybody can go get ready. Get your get um, get your weapons. Get ready for this day. And that's what we've been doing for all this time. We have been sharing and memeing and our weapons are information weapons where we send all this information out but what the day of the battle was basically on the day of the Purim day today okay and that's when that when it the major battle happened and that's what we've been waiting for right that's why we've been you know trusting the plan and and, and doing our role fulfilling our role but waiting for the day when this there I don't know what's going to happen today. I, I'm going to show you. Actually, I wonder if I should do, do it on this video. Anyway, I think that some big things ha are happening with the Federal Reserve that is wrestling this power into our hands. And so, I'll uh, anyway, I'll show you what happened back in the day, and we can take whatever clues from this that we can. So, on the day of Purim, we'll call it. February 26th, in this case, um, the two decrees of the king were put into effect. On that day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. The New World Order had hoped to overpower them, but quite the opposite happened. It was the Jews who overpowered their enemies. 
the Jews gathered in their cities throughout all the king's, pro king's provinces to attack anyone who tried to harm them, but no one could make a stand against them for everyone was afraid of them. And all the nobles of the prince provinces and the high officers, the governors and the high royal officials helped the Jews for fear of Mordecai. Pretty cool. For Mordecai had been promoted to the king's palace and his fame spread throughout all the provinces as he became more and more powerful. And we've kind of heard that, that there's the tide will turn, that even some of the mainstream media will turn. There's, there's you know, and, and like right now, there's a lot of people who are researching. They're like, what's going on in D.C.? This doesn't make sense. And the number of people who are searching the most is in Washington, D.C. So begin to go, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to be a part of the ones who are going to be destroyed. Right. So the Jews went ahead on that appointed day. They struck down their enemies with the sword. They killed and annihilated their enemies and did as they pleased with those who hated them. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read all the different places in the, in the kingdom really right now, but if you want to read that, you can. This is Esther chapter nine. Esther responded. Okay, so now, um, let me back up. If um, the Jews have killed 500 men in the province of Susa alone, as well as Haman's 10 sons, if they have... If they have done that here, what has happened in the rest of the provinces? But now, what more do you want? It will be granted to you. Tell me what, and I will do it. She's, so she's asking the king. So she says, if it please the king, give the Jews in Susa permission to do again tomorrow as they have done today. So we need another day to get this done. We need more time to get this done. And, and it would make sense that in our time, it's going to take more time to get this done. because. There's, it's worldwide, right? And let the body of Haman's 10 sons be impaled on a pole. <laughs> this chick did not play. That we cannot have mercy. We, these people have to be eradicated from the earth because they are ruthless. They, are, they worship Satan and they will, they will not stop until we're eradicated. This has to be cleaned out completely. Anyway, so verse 17. So this was done throughout the provinces on the day of Purim and the second day for two days and they rested celebrating their victory with a day of feasting and gladness on the third day. So the Jews killed and Susa, uh, and Susa killed their enemies on those two days and then rested on the third day, making that their day of feasting and gladness. So to this day, rural Jews living in remote villages celebrate an annual festival and holiday on the appointed day in the late winter when they rejoice and send gifts of food to each other. That's that's what we're celebrating today. So we're going to, that's what we're, uh, we're going to do. And also, if you want to learn more about this, the whole Purim, again, go to freedomforce.live, go to the playlist and search up Purim and you'll, and you'll find it. I'll put the link on this, uh, this, this post, freedomforce.live slash Purim. All right. I wanted, I wanted to make sure that you saw that, uh, that that's how it happened back in the day. And that's interesting that it's happening you know, to, today. All right. Um, then that was okay. So the reason, one of the main reasons I'm doing this, I want you to hear what someone came on to Bannon yesterday. And I posted this on Telegram. My Telegram is freedomforce.live. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Freedom Force Battalion. Sorry. Freedom Force Battalion. So, but when you go to this, uh, I want you to watch this very important short video. That's what I said yesterday about prayer and fasting. We're going to talk about it. So please pray about how you can, we can lead this effort for our country at this critical moment. So I um, love you guys. I'm so thankful for our Freedom Force Battalion. So I want you guys to hear this guy. 
I want to bring in uh, Drew Mason from St. Joseph's Partners.com. He is the head of this national movement about getting America to both pray and fast. He runs a Fasting for America. Drew, I, I got to ask you a question. You told me this when we first came on a couple of weeks ago about the story about in the New Testament about prayer and fasting. Can you tell the, our audience the story? Yes, thank you so much, Steve, for this wonderful opportunity. And I just want to convey to people the hope and optimism of what the Lord is doing, contrary to what the many headlines are you read. In Matthew and in Mark, for centuries, the scriptures were the same, and they told the story of when the apostles went out, they were victorious, except when they came across evil, they couldn't be victorious. Jesus came in, rescued them, and they said to him afterwards, Lord, why didn't we have victory here? And he said simply because this is a special case, that is, when evil is present, that requires prayer and fasting. So for centuries, all the texts said that. However, in the early 60s, there was a dramatic change in the Bibles, and Mark 9.29 no longer says the word fasting. It really obliterated the teaching. And it's even more dramatic in Matthew 17. Verse 21 has been removed. So sequentially, the Bible literally goes from Matthew 17, verse 20 to 22, 21, that spoke of the power of fasting has been taken out. I don't think the significance can be overemphasized because we've essentially been taking on water, bailing feverishly to, to stay afloat. And Jesus was telling us this is the patch that we need that will be victorious. Now, you should know, Steve, that some people are going to talk to this about with their pastors and they'll hear the argument, well, we found an older textbook, an older manuscript, and that one older manuscript didn't have fasting, and that was the justification, because evil never admits it's wrong. It just screams louder and pushes back. But the reality is we have thousands of manuscripts, thousands of ancient manuscripts, and approximately 90-plus percent that have this verse all say fasting. So clearly, all of the prophets, the apostles, in those days, knew that fasting was critical. We definitely have evidence. I'm going to show you that real quick before he goes on. I want you to see that. Look here at um, Matthew in the NLT version, which I've told you guys before. I, I like the NLT version because it's so easy to understand. But, and I, but I've also told you that many times I'll go to the King James and I'll get, you know. So anyway, that, that this right here tells you. Sometimes the easier to understand is probably maybe not the better one, but anyway. All right. So this is the story that he's talking about. Um, and I, I, I'm going to read this, this whole portion to you, but it says here, this kind can be, uh, can be cast out only by prayer. They took it out. Now, right here, it'll say, oh, some manuscripts read by prayer and fasting. But how many people do you think? You know, they're like, oh, well, it must not be that important if they if it was not in all the manuscripts. But he says thousands of manuscripts. Now, look at the King James. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. And that was the issue when about the story that Jesus was talking about. OK, so actually, OK, I'm going to just go ahead and read you this story. I'm going to read it in the King James um, so that you as he's telling the rest of the story that you'll hear you'll understand what this story is that Jesus uh, was dealing with. Okay. So when it came, he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and the scribes disputing with them immediately. When they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him saying, he asked the scribes, 
what are you just discussing with them? Then one of the, the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. In other words, he could not speak. He, um, and whenever it, the, the, the demon seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. This is what we're up against. We are up against evil like this, that we cannot cast out, but we need a push. And this is the push. Like he was talking about, he answered them, him and said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? Let's see what this one says right here real quick. Unbelieving. Okay. And again, because we kind of like to take the easy way. I'm going to pray about it. I don't want to have to go without my milk and cookies, right? (laughs) All right. So um, how long will I be with you? How long do I have to, you know, I keep talking to you about the same thing and y'all just still don't get it. How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And he's not mad. He's just like, come on, you guys get with the program. That's kind of more of what he's saying, okay? The way he's saying. Then they brought the little boy to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? Jesus asked the father, right? How long has this been happening to him? He said from childhood and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all all things are possible to him who believes. It's not about Jesus having the power. It's about us coming into concert with him and believing with him and, and doing it his way and his timing. Okay, so immediately the father of the child cried and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I love that. Help my unbelief. Bring me into alignment. There's things that I need to you to straighten out in my life and in my thinking to make sure that I'm 100% walking in, in your way. And that's really what the whole point about fasting is. You're denying yourself. And clearly, if you're denying yourself where you're you know sitting there hungry, you are denying yourself in all the other ways also. Okay, that's basically it. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him. And he became as one dead so that that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he came into the house, his, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? Because in other situations they did. In other situations, they would work miracles and the spirits were, were, were sub- subject to them. But in this case, this kind comes out by nothing but prayer and fasting. And that's what this man is bringing up. That's why he's bringing up this passage. This is something, uh, this is seriously evil and has to be dealt with in a way that is takes it to a different notch. Okay, to a different level. All right, so I'm going to let you hear the rest of this. This is really good. Okay, okay, okay. I just, I just, I want to be clear here. There was when Christ, there was a certain type when the disciples went out. There was a certain type of demon they couldn't, they couldn't obliterate. And he said that this intensity, these types can only be confronted by prayer and 
fasting, prayer and fasting, and they got it. And you're saying that was for millennia, for, 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 from, from the, the 60s all the way of A.D. or 100 A.D. all the way into the 1960s. It was prayer and fasting. And then either Second Vatican Council and in the Protestant Church, when they start to modernize these uh, Bibles to, from King James Version to some modern vernacular, the and fasting was dropped in this two sp- specific cases. Is that your point? That's exactly right, Steve. And so, and, and this, and this is one of the things that you're trying to do, and, and, and reinvigorate the faith here in this country, regardless whether you're a Catholic or an evangelical Christian, is to have people both prayer and fast. We got a couple of minutes. Walk through the program that everybody in the audience that you guys do. I think on Wednesdays and Fridays. Walk through what you do. Gladly. So we have clear evidence first-century Christians felt obligated to fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. So we do it the way they did, bread and water, which is actually surprisingly easy. So we eat 100% whole grains, so the health aspect of it is very positive. So if you're hungry, you have as much whole grain bread as you want. If you're thirsty, you have as much water. You're just making a tiny sacrifice of limiting your intake and not having what you enjoy the most. This allows you to have the strength to do this week in and week out. And the key is our heart, Steve. It's just to say to the Lord, Lord, you made big sacrifices. This is just a tiny sacrifice, but I gladly do it for you, Lord, for your kingdom. And we implore you, renew our country, protect our country, pour out your blood upon us and give us the victory. And with that, with that little heart and just a small number, the power is incredible. I want to share with you a story for your audience, Steve, if they weren't aware of this. But in World War II, Britain was basically on its deathbed, and it looked like Nazi Germany was going to deliver the knockout punch. And a small group of Brits, many of them elderly who thought their best days were behind them, many of them, you know, obliterated, injured, they began fasting, standing on the biblical stories of how time and again, when a civilization fasted, God responded and miracles ensued. Now, I can't obviously prove that was the cause, but shortly thereafter, Hitler made the greatest blunder in military history, reversed out of uh, Western Europe and Britain and went into Russia, and it was the beginning of his demise. Mm. That's the type of Mm. story that's happened again and again. And the great news is you only need a small number of people to respond to unlock this power in their lives and their families and for our nation. And we believe, Steve, great news is coming. Great news is coming to our country. Real quickly, uh, Drew, how do people get to your website, and how do they get to the fasting? We've got about 30 seconds. The website is stjosephpartners.com. On the menu bar, it starts out gold, silver, platinum, plenum. On the right, you'll see Fast for USA. Can we pray for 10 seconds, Steve? Uh, Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for all your blessings. In the sweet name of Jesus, we implore you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon our nation. Remove the scales from our eyes. We will see what is true. We will have a hunger for truth, and we will have the backbone to stand up and fight to restore our country to be a republic as you would have it, Christian and capitalist, and bring us to the greatest days of our existence. In the sweet name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. Great. Uh, You're a real warrior, spiritual warrior. Okay. Isn't that beautiful? That was awesome. All right, so I want you to hear. Just want everybody out there. I want you to hear that. I want you to hear that. This is what we're we're going to do. 
we've got to do this. Our Freedom Force Battalion, this is what we do here is we look at how this is biblical and this is certainly biblical. This is what we need to do to make sure that this is that we do everything we can. And the way he laid it out there is very simple. Now, you know, some people can go without food at all. That's fine. Either way, do do bread and water. The, the issue is, and I'm going to read you this verse. The issue is denying yourself, denying your own desires and saying, Lord, I, this is, a, this is so important. I need, we need this. We need your rescue. We need you to to do and so he knows that when it's like a kid who's like mommy i really 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 need it you know and then if the child says i'm gonna go with that i'm going on a hunger strike <laughs> then you're like they must really be serious right it's not like oh i'd like to have that dolly it's like i've got to have this okay um so if anyone wants to come after me he must deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me this is in luke chapter 9 what does he mean taking up your cross that to die <laughs> not necessarily to physically die maybe but to to die to what i want to die you know to, to my way and say lord i will i'm going to do it your way and if people like it, if people don't, if, if things go well, things don't, I'm going to do it your way. Okay. That's really what the take, when Jesus went to the cross, he wouldn't, you know, he knew it was not going to be something easy. Okay. And follow me, follow me, trust me as, as, as you pray and you hear in your heart, what the Lord wants you to do, you just do it. And you don't worry about the, the, (laughs) the consequences, you just obey, you just do it. Okay. And it's a, it's a freeing thing because you you don't have anyone that you obey except for him. For whoever wants to save his life, will lose it. Basically saying, I'm giving it to you, Lord. I'm giving you my life and you just, I'm just whatever you want me to do. Um, um, that's, but that's where your life will, will, will be found. So, it says for whoever loses his life for my sake, this is the one who will save it. And it's not just about going to heaven. It's about being truly free. Everyone's going to uh, submit to some authority. And the great thing is when you submit to this Jesus, the Lord Jesus, he as your only authority, then you're free. You're free. He is the best master in the whole wide world he's the best one who to to uh follow and and he he's he's not a tyrant he's not gonna um make us do something that would hurt us he's only gonna do something that will help us even if maybe it doesn't look like it's things go exactly right all the time anyway but which he's just so trustworthy he knows he says trust me follow me Whatever good does, uh, for what good does it do a person if he gains the whole world, but loses and forfeits his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the son of man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the father and the holy angels. Oh, no, I don't want to have that. (laughs) Nope. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. So I want him to be proud of us and proud of you and me that we're, that we're being the Freedom Force Battalion, he wants us to be in this day. And that's what we're doing. Okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to do another video here in a little bit about the, the, the financial stuff that's going on. But for right now, I just want to do this, this one about Purim and about prayer and fasting. I thought that was so important for us to do. So I'm going to do I'm doing today. I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate on 
on Sunday. I don't know how, you know, how we're going to do this except for that. <laughs> That's all I know right now. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to go to that guy's website. Let me do that real super quick. Let's go to his website. Okay, here it is. St. Joseph partners.com slash fasting. I'll put that on the link. Freedom Force Live. I'm yeah, freedomforce.live. I'll put freedomforce.live. I'll put the link to this on the um on the post that I'm doing today. So it's St. Joseph Partners.com slash fasting. Okay. So you can read more about that. So that's what we're going to be doing. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. Oops. Thank you again, Lord for guiding us. You told us to deny ourselves and to take up our cross and to just follow you. And we know that you are leading us every step of the way. Thank you for our Freedom Force Battalion. I pray your blessing, your strongest blessing on every one of them and that you would strengthen them uh, for this day of battle, that you'd strengthen their families, you'd provide every need, you'd you'd make uh, them safe and whole and at peace and full of joy and and confidence in, in what you are doing in this day. Thank you for the story of Purim and that we know that this is happening where those who have plotted against us are going to get what they deserve. They're going to have what they tried to do to us. It's going to come back on to them. We know that that's going to happen. We don't exactly know the day, but we commemorate this day of Purim because this commemorates the day that we will be set free from those who plot have plotted evil against us. We thank you for awakening us and for for bringing us into this day of battle and uh, help us to fight this day on our knees as we pray. Help us to fight as we fast. Help us to fight as we uh, share this information uh, with everywhere that you you lead us to to go to. We pray for all of our military that you will protect them and provide for them and and uh, uh, be a shield about them and. don't let any weapon that the enemy has plotted against us prosper, oh Lord. Um, we pray for our president. We pray for all the white hats that you would continue to guide and strengthen each one of us and that every plan of the evil ones will be thwarted. Everything that they attempt will, will come to nothing. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that we have power over these enemies as we fast and pray that we will be victorious over our enemies. That, as you said in your word, we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them and they will be gone for, uh, from us and never to return. We praise you, Lord, that you have helped us to see what's going on and um, that we get to see this great day uh, that you've let us um, let us in on what you're doing. We, we pray all these things in your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I'm going to, uh, uh, post this and I will be back with another video as soon as I can. All right. Love you guys. Bye.